0: The seventh step tells us we humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Now, we have just made a list of our shortcomings, of our moral defects of character, and we have gone to a third person and admitted to God, to him, and to ourselves that these are our responsibility. And then in number seven, we're going to ask God to remove our shortcomings because we realize that we are powerless. Remember, we admitted that in step number one. Our lives had become unmanageable. Now, again, I like to point out there's no words in the 12 steps wasted. So it says, humbly, that means with a complete conviction that I can't, but also a complete conviction that God not only can, but that God will, in his time and in his way, remove our shortcomings. And you want to know a secret? (laughs) Do you know what day will be the day when God will remove all of our shortcomings? It will be on the day that we achieve 100% humility. (laughs) And I'm afraid for most of us that's a long time off. (laughs) You know, that's the reason that God permits many of our defects to remain. Because he realizes we still need, and need badly, the virtue of humility. So here we ask him, not only once, but again and again, for him, in his time, to remove our shortcomings. And if he doesn't, if we continue to fall, we're not surprised, we're only surprised that we don't become worse but we go to him with the knowledge that he will in his time. In answer to the invitation, ask and you shall receive, we go daily and ask God to remove these shortcomings. It's a lifetime work, but we didn't become alcoholics overnight either, remember? Now here I'm going to bring out a factor which I believe might be a surprise to some of you, And that is, there is no such thing as alcoholic faults. There is no such thing as an alcoholic personality. Oh, there are a lot of people in AA who excuse themselves from a lot of things by saying, well, after all, I'm an alcoholic. What can you expect? Well, being an alcoholic means that I can't take alcohol. But it also means I can adjust to normal life if I want to the same as anyone else. Now, to back up this statement of mine, I'm going to quote an outstanding authority which I'm sure all of you will recognize. And that is Dr. Silkworth, who was the doctor for Bill, our founder. And in the grapevine, in 1947, when the grapevine was still just a four-page affair, he writes, and I quote, both in professional and lay circles, There is a tendency to label everything that an alcoholic may do as alcoholic behavior. The truth is, it is simple human behavior. It is simple human nature. It is a very wrong idea to consider many of the personality traits observed in alcoholics as peculiar to the alcoholic. Emotional and mental and other quirks are classified as symptoms of alcoholism merely because alcoholics have them. Yet, these same quirks can be found among all non-alcoholics. Actually, they are merely symptoms of mankind, unquote. Then also I can give you the opinion of Dr. Carl Menninger, who is the world's outstanding psychoanalyst. And in our clergy conference some years ago in Kansas City, he made the statement that for every alcoholic you point out, with this, that, and the other emotional problem or disturbance or behavior, I can point out a thousand human beings with the same disturbances, the same behavior, who are not alcoholic. Many of them drink, but they are not alcoholic. So therefore, it will keep us from using that as an excuse if we accept the fact that I can, if I will, I can adjust to normal living. It may take a long time, And all these funny little things that I have done and do do are merely indications that I'm still human. You know, a lot of people come to me and say, Well, Father, I've been trying for years, and I still do this, and I still do that. I say, You know what that proves? (laughs) You're still alive, that's all. (laughs) Two minutes after you're dead, there might be a change. I don't know.